YouTube actually demonetized a React channel. So you remember that meme? It suggested that React channels were gonna get demonetized by YouTube. And I said, there was no article suggesting this. Is, is probably just a meme, whatever. Someone sent me this. Hey Matt, apparently YouTube is in fact demonetizing reaction channels. This guy here, very small YouTuber got demonetized for being a react channel. So this dude re-uploaded all the best videos from all the largest content creators. Just sat there and watched the videos. There's him and he's just like, oh my God, look how cool this is. Wow, it's crazy, bro. No editing, no, no nothing. It's just him just sitting there, right? And this is what happened. Boo. Doesn't need to think of ideas. Doesn't need to put in all the effort or creativity or financial investment to making these videos. Like you've got like, you know, the odds one out, right? Requires what a team of like 12 people working for a month plus to make one of those videos. Rips the entire thing, does not give a fuck. In his defense, hey bro, I linked the channels. That's not how this works. If people weren't watching his channel, they'd be watching something else on the platform. It's like, hey man, the odds one out, just, just giving them a leg up in this world by putting some links in the fucking description. Sure, yeah, okay. It is like a forced collaboration where the other person does all the work and all that has all the financial investment and works for months to get something that I get in 15 fucking minutes. But I'm, I'm the good guy here. And this, this was in Mark Rober, man. He just, he just needs a little shout out from this fucking React channel. It's nonsense. As you all know, if you've watched my React series, that learning this guy got demonetized. I wonder if this is a trend because Surely YouTube realizes that having the newest people who rise in on the platform, just being people who re-upload other people's videos is not really good for the platform. It's not really good for bringing in new blood, new for ideas and new creativity. When the, the path to getting into the platform is just re-upload other people's videos. Literally do identically what everyone else is doing on the platform. That, that's, that, that can't be good long-term. At the same time, is YouTube really going to be willing to weather the backlash? Most people on this platform have no fucking idea about fair use. They've never read the guidelines and their source for learning what is legal is reactors themselves. Guys, it is perfectly okay to re-upload other people's videos with the same thumbnail, same title, no changes, targeting the same audience for the same purpose. When in reality, that is like the perfect definition of violating fair use. But audiences will Sincerely be like, oh, that, it's totally fair use, bruh. They linked it in the description. Is YouTube really going to be willing to face hundreds of millions of entirely ignorant people who've been lied to by these fucking scam artists? Are they really going to do that? What I'm saying is, I'd be surprised if they ever, they ever demonetize anyone significant. Maybe they'll watch people on the low end, up and coming reactors and just nip that in the bud immediately. I don't know. But I, I, like, I, I don't think they're ever going to demonetize someone like Asmongold, you know? He did Bill Wirtz. Oh yeah, the nine, what is it? It was nine months to a year that Bill Wirtz spent making history of the world. This guy's like, man, but I linked his name in the fucking description, bruh. Of course that means I can rip his entire video to my YouTube channel. What do you mean? He and I doing the same work for the same product here. He worked nine months to a year and I, I sat here on my ass for like, half an hour. We're, we're basically the same. We both deserve the same video on our channels. Why I'm not an expert at GTA 5 despite playing it for 9,500 hours. I'm sure most of you know of Veritasium. He might actually be Australian as well. He released this video. The four things it takes to be an expert is not just 10,000 hours. Many people 
likely recognize that despite having 9,500 plus hours in GTA 5, I don't play better than people who only have a thousand hours, at least in regards to speedrunning, right? Like clearly I'm good at the game, but I'm not like just instantly start speedrunning and then get world record sort of level, right? And he explains why this is. It's not a simple matter of doing something for 10,000 hours, but you've got to like push the boundaries of what your limits are, right? You've got to keep practicing at the limits of your current level of skill. So all that time I spend doing no damage and just driving around slowly in my car, not caring about brake boosts, boosts and stuff, that's not really making me better at the game. All the time recording facts and glitches and stuff, sure I'm in GTA 5, but it doesn't make me better at the game. You know, so much of what I did with my 9,500 hours has not been practice that's meaningful. Even when I speed ran, I did not practice efficiently. It was largely just me doing the run over and over and over again and not practicing specific things that I was bad at. I've always been not very good at practicing speed runs. But if you haven't seen this video, I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's a very interesting video. I mean, Veritasium, you know, his videos are very well done. I have made a new setup to make in real life streaming easier. When people do in real life streams, they will often have like a whole backpack of stuff. I've never liked the look of it, like, and they have to use like a, a gimbal with a huge camera on and stuff. I've always just wanted some setup where I can have just my phone and doing real life streams and stuff. But phones, they run out of batteries and you gotta hold a lapel mic. And so I bought myself a bunch of add-ons, made myself this weird setup here. This is what it looks like. So the phone goes into a USB-C splitter, which goes into a right angle uh, USB-C thing, which goes into a USB-C battery. And out the other side comes a USB-C cable that goes around the back to a Rode wireless lapel mic thing. And it's all on attached to a gimbal. And the reason why this was so hard is because the gimbal can only support a certain amount of weight. If anything is impeding the movement of this gimbal, it will just like collapse. And it's like, oh, because it doesn't want to like pressure, screw its motors, whatever. So I had to find the exact perfect things so that it can all sit on here at the perfect weight and not hit anything. It's still gonna be look, it's still gonna probably gonna be weird walking around with this in public, but like, I think it looks less weird than a whole backpack and a huge camera and stuff, you know? What phone, a, a Galaxy Samsung S Ultra, whatever the fuck it's called. Unfortunately, my mobile internet is still shit around here, but I'm hoping it's better somewhere else. But yeah, so in real life streams, a little bit more likely possible. If everything fucking failed, if everything failed and I was out and about, and I need to charge my phone, I could detach all my stuff and just put the phone in the gimbal and let it charge. And then maybe just stream without the lapel mic, without the battery, because it would be empty. And I, I would at least have some ability to stream, even if the audio quality was. In real life streams scare you? Me too. Thing is a little bit heavy though. I'd probably have to like change arms all day. Start pumping iron just so I can do in real life streams better. Getting my shoulder hair lasered off. I got a little bit of hair on the back of my shoulders. I'm like, I should get that lasered off. And I'm like, for who? For who would I get my shoulder hair lasered off? Am I gonna meet someone in public or meet a woman? And she'd be like, ah, oh, you got a few hairs on your shoulders? Oh, deal breaker for me, son. Why would she say something? Why would anyone say something? But get the fuck out of here. You guys in chat are like, I had no idea you had hair on your shoulders. Why am I even here? You've wasted all my time. You've taken the best years of my life. How dare you? Please don't leave me. I can change. 
update on spiffing Brit's break YouTube video. That video where he, you know, broke YouTube by putting it at 0.5 times speed or whatever, uh, it, it's got like 5 million views now. And well, that doesn't confirm that it didn't just do really well because of the thumbnail title and concept, uh, it seems far more likely than not, right? So it was a successful experiment, I think. I mean, ideally you'd have to run it a few more times, but so clearly YouTube hasn't uh, done any kind of shenanigans to cap that stuff or something, you know? I no longer have a live streamer mindset. You my problem, chat? I'm not okay with being boring. For so long, I, uh, I've done chaos, right? And it's just non-stop talking. There's always something happening. That when I do speedruns now, the second I stop having something to talk about, I feel awkward and, and bad. And I, I just want, I'm, I want out of here, you know? Trying to do speedruns like I am right now, while my, my, while my sleeping pattern is shit, is not a great move, but I still want to do it. More than likely, I'll just end up bailing early again, but you never know. If I don't have that streamer mindset anymore, where I can just sit around and do nothing and just be background noise, whatever. I, I have that YouTuber mindset. Something's always got to be happening. We talked about this before, how some YouTubers, when they move over to live streaming, burn themselves out really goddamn quickly because they want to keep the same YouTube energy throughout a whole live stream. And I've fallen into that trap now, I think. I mean, it's a combination of that and me just not sleeping well and bad sleeping pattern, all that jazz, but... I'm working up at 1 a.m., so it should only be a couple more days before I'm back to normal, but... The never-ending treadmill fighting cheaters. So this channel, Shanik, does a lot of videos about Team Fortress 2. I have not played any Team Fortress 2. Maybe I played it like for half an hour when I was doing uh, something with a viewer a long time ago. But I do watch a lot of videos about uh, Team Fortress 2 because I feel like it's a game that I really missed out on. And so I'll get recommended videos like from this guy that talk about like why the bots only target humans and how they know that. But this video was particularly interesting where it talks about what I referenced before how beating cheaters is kind of like an arms race where the cheaters will invent something and then the company devs will invent something to counter that and then the cheaters will invent something to counter that and it just goes on forever and there's no real end to it because it doesn't matter how secure your systems are, how perfect your security, there's always some way around it. All you can hope is that with every single volley back and forth between the cheaters and the devs that it gets that little bit harder to break the next system. And so eventually it's just a huge pain in the ass to actually cheat or break the systems. And even while some people will still do it, it'll be far less people than if you did nothing. And so like when it comes to Rockstar with GT Online, they've got nothing. I fully accept that if Rockstar did something, there'd still be cheaters, there'd still be modders, there'd still be mod menus and stuff. Uh, there'd be far less if they just did something. Systems can be fully secure, impossible. They've actually made this thing now where <clears throat> you can have controllers which are just on your side, but they give you auto-aim. Like the auto-aim is built into the controller itself. And of course there, as someone points out in chat, it's all a question of like, how much you're willing to, how much you're willing to inconvenience normal users? Because every bit of security you put in place is gonna have some cost to non-malicious actors, you know, benign actors, your, your normal consumer base. You can't have people have to go through 800 security systems to get in because they will just not bother as well. But yeah, interesting video, interesting channel. All my viewers are currently watching shorts. This is also interesting, this post by this Dark Viper AU fellow, like, I like this dude. He, I, he says things I agree with. If you want to know the state of YouTube right now, 
all of the other channels my audience watches in analytics are shorts channels, except T2G, but 14F15 is huge. I suspect it is the cause of all the channels blaming the algorithm for giving them less views at the moment. I've seen so many videos now where people are like, oh man, my new vi videos aren't doing any nearly as well as they normally do. Oh, what's going on? My suspicion right now is that more people are using shorts and YouTube is less prioritizing new videos over just videos that are good. As we've talked about, a video that was released two years ago that's good isn't better than a video that was released one day ago that's good. Maybe for YouTube now, if I, like if I was YouTube and I wanted to both have the fresh, hot new thing, but also have new, like old content being served to people, I would have shorts focus on the new hot thing and the long form content be like, just any form of long form content is fine to recommend to people. I'd remove the bias that long form content has for new videos and just let shorts do that shit. Because like on TikTok, if you released a TikTok like a month ago, no one's seeing that shit. It, it will never fucking be seen ever. And shorts may work out that same way. I can't know that for certain, but that would make sense that to be done that way. But when it comes to this thing in the back end, other channels your audience watches, I question whether this is based on like number of views or time, because shorts are of course very short. And so it might just be the case that my viewers aren't spending the most time watching these people, but they're, they're spending the most views on people. So they might watch three shorts from this flicking through shorts, but they're only spending like three minutes with them. Yeah, so I just found that interesting because this is the first time this has happened. Uh, that I've seen shorts channels in the back end at all. So maybe they've changed something with the algorithm or they, they really are working to integrate the long form content and the short form content algorithms, I'm not sure, but which is an interesting change. My rambles titles are going to change. So I found out a lot of people will click onto the rambles videos and then just pick particular topics that look interesting and then click off the video. I was unaware this was happening or at the very least, I assumed that this would be a tiny, tiny amount of people, but a lot of people said this was the case. And so now I realize in the same way that I have to think of somewhat sensational titles for videos, I've got to think of somewhat sensational titles for inside the rambles because it can be a great topic, but people look at the title of the topic and go, oh, that doesn't look interesting and not watch it. Like I'm thinking over the years of all the cool, insightful things or interesting stories that have been in rambles, but the topics were like Barry and that's it. Cause it was just, it was just meant to be like a little blurb to give you some taste of what's about to come up, not necessarily suck you into the topic. In the future, the rambles titles internally in the video are gonna be a little bit more interesting, you could say. Have you heard of endless pools? You and I want more than anything else in the world, chat. So this is called a, a endless pool or an infinity pool or whatever you, you, you call it, right? So it's a small pool, doesn't take up a lot of space, but there's a pressure that pushes that you can change and so you can continuously swim into it. It's even got like a underwater treadmill and you can like run on the treadmill in the water as exercise. It also works as a bit of a spa bar thing, I think as well. Like I was originally like measuring my small backyard being like, can I have like a, just a long pool in it? And then my mother's like, what, why don't you get one of these things? I'm like, oh, that sounds great. All my life I've loved swimming, but public pools are fucking disgusting. The pool that was at my mother's house is too small to do laps in. And I don't like the design of it because spiders would get underneath the underhanging stuff and it would, it would just do. When I was younger, I was a good swimmer. And I distinctly remember every single swimming carnival, which is a little contest thing you do at the school where everyone, it's like a swimming, swimming contest, right? I never entered 
because I was too self-conscious. My entire primary and high school life, despite being a good swimmer, never participated. I was just that self-conscious. That's the kind of kid I was. When I think about exercising, this is the only exercise that I've ever enjoyed, swimming. But I got nowhere to do it. I haven't been in the water in like a decade, probably. Getting this would just be the most amazing thing. And that's, that's currently my goal I'm working towards now. When I get my blinds and my acoustic panels, I'm gonna see if I can find some company to build me one of these things. And then maybe, finally, I won't be fat as fuck and I can actually get some good exercise. I think this would improve my quality of life massively. I'm just tired of feeling like shit chat. I'm tired of it. Am I going to prioritize shorts over clips? Could rambles be broken down into shorts? They seem to appear more than clips channels to me on YouTube, but I'm a lowly user, not a creator. So regardless of whether or not the rambles would do better in shorts, shorts don't make any money. At the end of the day, I want to create both shorts and clips. I can do both. On the main channel, my plan is to release like one short a day of like the best of the best of the best clips that I've ever produced. And on the clips channel to have rambles put there and see how they go just as an experiment. Given that shorts can only be one minute in length, I don't think that I have a lot of good rambles that are one minute in length, so it's unlikely to happen. Is YouTube starting to less prioritize new content? I've noticed that my most recent videos are not doing crazily well. I mean, the changes I've made to Rambles have made it so they're doing particularly, they're doing better than they used to. Although that is still very much so dependent upon the topic. Like on the back end, I'm getting, you know, 11 million views. But if you look at my most recent videos, each getting like 100K, you wouldn't know that. I question whether YouTube is less pushing new content than they used to. The common wisdom is that when you go to your recommended section, it should have like 50% videos that were produced in the last month and 50% videos that were produced in any other time that isn't in the last month. So you've got 50% old content, 50% new content. I should experiment to see if that's still true. Because as I've said many times before, well, YouTube wants to feel fresh, have the newest information be topical with what's going on in the world. A video that was released two days ago isn't necessarily better than a video that was released two months ago. For example, Vsauce has not been releasing new videos, but he's still consistently getting, you know, this many views and, and he had huge spikes here. So as in recently, Vsauce, videos he made like nine, 10 years ago are being recommended to me. I must've watched like 20 of them. Is this some algorithmic change in terms of their focus? Or is this just a, a, a fluke of the algorithm that Vsauce particularly, it just happens to be getting more noticed potentially because of the new videos that he released recently. Like he released like one video a month, right? No, no, like one video every six months, like, but he does shorts. Maybe this is shorts, I don't know. Like it's very hard to take individual bits of information and extrapolate to trends, you know? Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.